0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your Thrice Weekly Podcast, where we talk about the hottest news and the chattiest topics and anything else that's trending or interesting. With a touch of what, parents? With a touch of the most amazing
1: guests ever.
0: Touch have. of the most amazing guest. Sorry, really bad grammar. <laughs> yeah, this but, yeah, too excited. Too excited. You guys yeah. are not touching me, right? Yeah, you didn't get the brief, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was signing up for an
2: oral only. No wait, no wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that no. would be audio yeah. only. Yeah. Audio, audio only. Audio only. Audio only. only. Yeah. Sorry, audio audio only. only. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Correct. So, uh, we do have a very special, interesting guest today. Uh, we first met him on a set of a TV show that is coming out. Uh, like by the time you hear this, it would the first episode will be out, the second mm-hmm. episode is coming out on first April. It'll be on YouTube and we'll talk more about it later. Yep. But we have none other than the chairman of One People SG, uh Senior Minister of State for MCI and MOH, and a whole host of other other titles, <laughs> Dr. Janil
2: Putucheri. Hi guys, thanks for having yeah. me Or as Wikipedia yeah.
0: says, the honorable uh, honorable, the honorable. The
2: honorable. Wikipedia has honored me. Yeah, you haven't seen <laughs> that. <laughs> no, haven't. Is the honorable Janil Puticheri? Okay, I think this is because overseas, that's how they say it, right? By, by default, <laughs> By default. By I default. Yeah. If you are
1: a minister or anything yeah. or MP, you become honorable.
2: Honorable. So we do we have to refer to you as your the, honor?
0: The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no.
1: But it's not spelled correctly. Like, in, it's not in the British with the honor. Oh, okay, yeah, it's an American, uh, American honor. So it's not so honorable. Yeah, yeah, not so, not sing, so honorable. Not, like, so- yeah, yeah, not as. <laughs> Mostly honorable, but missing but, a bit. But, but still, still, we're super, we're super excited
0: about this. Like. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, the context is we met uh, a few months ago for the first time for the filming of a CNA show called Regardless of Race. Mm. Uh, then another time a few weeks ago for the part two of that. Uh, and yeah we've always enjoyed talking to Janil and we figured why not have him on our podcast
2: no it's great yeah. to be here thank you and, I, and thank you for coming on the show you know you guys uh, I think it was very interesting to see the comments that you made and, mm. and the, the, the things that you engaged in on our filming
0: mm. and yeah. we're going to be in the show lah. we haven't been edited out you all. have not <laughs> been edited out okay. come on come on <laughs> This is
1: like the pity, the pity podcast <laughs> that right. even, after
2: editing. Yeah, it's coming were, out tonight, I yeah. folks. It's too late to make a pitch. I'm just saying. He <laughs> was
0: telling his team, hey, "You know, we edited them out. Let me just go. Let me just go on yeah. their <laughs> podcast, like, <yeah."
2: laughs> Throw them <out>. away.
0: <laughs> so, so you, we were talking about this before. You, you, you have been on a podcast before. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, did you have any reservations before coming on our podcast or not?
2: Uh, not really. I mean, because I had a chance to meet you guys, uh-huh. I knew, knew you're quite uh, personable and funny. And mm. uh, well, I do listen to your podcast as oh. well, so I. I kind of no. know what I'm getting into. Oh, that was what I was fishing oh. for. Yeah, you were fishing like, for. Okay, there's a plug there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we, but,
1: but actually, can we just, um uh, since we're talking about the show itself already, right? And mm. then, like, uh, I think a lot of people have watched this series, regardless of race. Uh, it is definitely one of the, I, I would say one of the, if you just mentioned it to any layperson on the street, regardless of race, they probably would have heard or seen a clip or something from it before. Like. Mm. So actually, how did you, get involved with uh, the creation of this show? Like, was it that from the get go or, or how, how was it, how is it that you were involved in, uh, in your capacity as the uh, you know chairman of One People SG?
2: Yeah, well, um, it, the credit or, or blame, uh, mm. all lies with uh, the executive producer, Sharon Han, who's uh, really okay. a fantastic talent. Um, I made a speech in parliament about about the phrase, regardless of race, mm. and about the issues of race and racism here in Singapore. Mm. So she then reached out and said, "Hey, you know, uh, this is all talk, no action. You want to do something about it?" And so she had a pitch about a show. So that, she said, "She said that." Uh, uh, like, she, I, I'm, she I'm, said. I'm making it a bit more polite. She's uh, very frank, but uh, Sharon, if you're listening to this, you know what you're saying. Uh, she's uh, yeah, she she was very frank and uh, asked me if I'd get involved. So she had sure. a pitch for a show that she wanted to make. Um, now, in the end, the show that we made was not quite the same uh, mm. in terms of the techniques and the uh, the narrative, but it hit on the same subject, which is race and racism in Singapore. Mm. Uh, so that was supposed to be a one-off, you know? Uh, okay. and, and then, well, we, we kind of did a few other topics along the way. So mm. now, uh, the one that's coming out tonight yeah. and part two tomorrow is, uh, I think it's it's my, my eighth or ninth show that I've done with her, you know, mm. Uh, mm. and her team. So they're, mm. they're very skilled at, at sort of getting at some of these hard-hitting social harmony issues. Sure. So that's why I, I keep going back. Okay,
1: so what's, what's the general log line for the show? Like, if you were to do an elevator pitch for the show, for someone who's never heard of it, like, why would they watch it?
2: Yeah, well, for five years ago, we did a show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, so the title of this show coming out tonight is Regardless of Race Five Years On. Uh, and really, the issue is, well, after five years of talking about it, having podcasts and mm. articles and getting a lot more dialogue, uh, where have we come to with this issue of being a, a society regardless of race? Mm, mm. Um, then what does the show find? The show finds that actually it's a bit more complicated than that. It's actually a mm. lot more complicated. And I think that's where you guys came in, right? Mm, that yeah. that's this whole issue of, is it just about talking? No, we've got to take mm. action. Is it us taking action against somebody, or with somebody? Is it all of us? Is it who, who are the culprits? Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? And well, the show is about making it clear it's mm. not that simple. It's not about bad guys and good guys. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of collective action and the collective challenges that we face. I see. Should I give away the? Will this come out after the show? Is it okay? Is it like a, um, a spoiler alert? The, uh, if you, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because
0: people might listen to it over the next few days, and yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, we we go deep into some of the issues that uh, you know we know that are on the ground. So, for example, mm. uh, workplace discrimination on the basis of race. Mm. Uh, and I think that hits people really hard. Uh, it, it's 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 your lifeline. You know, it's your it's yeah. your livelihood. And then things like, for example, rental discrimination. And PM Lee talked about this at his National Day Rally. Um, we talk a little bit about the science of why people have biases. So that's the mm. bit where you guys did the, the mm. little little uh, experiment. Expe- experiment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah, were right. surprised. I mean, that was yeah. a little bit of.
0: Squ- we were verified as not racist. If well, I recall. That's no.
2: not quite how I remember <laughs> it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, there, there was some swearing and some surprises, right? I mean, and, 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 and that's part of it—to really mm-hmm. surprise people about how much some of these biases are internal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, and there's some, you know, there's some really powerful uh, pieces that we did where I think people confront the extent of uh, their own personal biases and yeah. whether they've said or done the right things
0: mm-hmm. in the past. So, so when you're participating in that, is that part of you? Thinking like, oh shit, this is too complicated to distill even into a thirty-minute episode, or we can't talk about it. We should like, do you have that sort of thing?
1: Because you're, I you're think asking you like, like entering the minefield. Huh? I yeah, mean, it is a minefield. Yeah, right? exactly, so exactly. Do you ever feel that trepidation? You know.
2: Yeah, every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. So I, I, am not a, I'm not, I don't have a, a media background, right? Mm. I, don't, I don't, I don't come from from a sort of a, a production or a, a content creation side. So I don't have any other experience, right? So to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. What's normal is that you turn up on the set and then you start arguing about what you're going to film, and what uh, lines yeah. you're, you're literally we're literally rewriting the script on sure. the uh, on the day as we're about to film because there are these sensitivities that you have to navigate quite carefully mm. um, because the, there's a risk that a show like this could become gratuitous, right? And people, yeah. you know, you're just you're just looking for clickbait, trying yeah. to like make people annoyed. Um, or it can be so bland that you just never push the envelope and mm. getting people to think about some of these things. Yeah. So, so that's, that's part of the, the process. Uh, and uh, it, I think it's come up with, it's resulted in a very interesting production process yeah. where we're just trying to calibrate that all along. But my sense is that uh, it's worth doing only if we are pushing the envelope and getting people engaged in a difficult topic. Mm, 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 um, but uh, but it, that, that is always at the back of my mind. Uh, Am I so, overdoing it? So from
0: doing it for the past five years, you said, mm. um, how, anything about being immersed in the topic that has surprised you, about what you feel, about what you see around you, how you see it's developing, is your optimism still there, more, you're more pessimistic? What,
2: well, uh, yeah, lots of, lots of things have surprised me, uh, but different from the first episode to now. Mm. The mm. first episode, uh, what really surprised me was the uh, reception, uh, mm. you know, because we came out with a 45-minute episode and then I think they, they cut three or four little small digital products. And to this day, I've got people coming up to me saying that, you know, they use that in their class, uh, they've used it as part of their orientation, as part of the discussion, and uh, it doesn't surprise me now, but it did then, how, mm. how positive uh, the reception was because actually we highlighted some really negative and difficult issues, mm. but there was a positive warmth to it that we wanted to talk about it. This time round, uh, what surprised me was the amount of material we had.
3: Mm. We started
2: off wanting to make a one forty-five minute show and yeah. we had so many people with lots of good things to say that we then it expanded to a two-part show. Uh, mm. So that's a, it's a real difference. you know. People are now really willing to talk about it. Um, there's lots of people out there who've started doing things about it. Uh, some people have... I've begun with some like fundamental scientific research. Some people are running classes. Some people are doing podcasts about the yeah. subject mm, like you yeah. guys. I've no, see, I'm doing a plug for you. you could uh,
0: just say the name podcast, our right, <laughs> podcast as well, that would be helpful. Uh,
2: wait, wait, what are we doing again? Oh, YLB, right, YLB, I'm in the right place. I'm please the right carry place. on, honorable Janelle. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. I try not to dishonor the, <laughs> the quality of this podcast. But you know, but you guys are part of this, you know, that I think if five years ago, if I said, let's make a show yeah. and go and find people who are doing content creation around mm. issues of social harmony, race, I think we'd have struggled. I know we'd have struggled. Mm. But this time around, it was like, whoa, we have tons of people that we could interview. Mm. The people that we did interview had lots of good things to say. So we kind of bloated it out to two, two episodes. Yeah. So that, that was really a surprising in a good way. Uh, I so see. actually, um,
1: now that we're talking about it, like five years ago, yeah, it was quite a big leap, right? In terms of uh, the kind of content that this show was putting out. So why do you think, uh, Janiel, five years ago, why do you think you were the ideal candidate to be the one putting this other than the speech you know the speech being good (laughs) but what in your background prepared you for this moment because i I always feel like you know especially when you come from a different field like we did came we came from different fields in the media um, but there were certain things we picked up along the way in our corporate careers everything that prepared prepared us better for this uh. so what in your background do you think prepared you to be this communicator and 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 to bring up this these touchy topics
2: Well, part of it was the fact that I had taken on the chairmanship of One People uh, okay. so that's a registered society. That was which year? You'll have to pin me down on this. I think that was oh, okay, no, okay. six I was, seven years ago. I think okay, I okay, that. yeah, okay. It was some. It was about a year pre regardless of race, pre, okay. pre pre the first show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So i so that kind of um, I'd been thrown in the deep end about uh, in terms of running the organization and mm. some of the work that we do, which is all about race and racial harmony. Um, but part of that of course, is on the back of an interest that I had. I mean, I, I, I spent a lot of my time overseas uh, mm. studying in uh, UK, Ireland, and then Australia. Um, and so, you know, the, the experience of being a minority, of, of being an ethnic mm. minority, whether it's in Singapore or in other parts of the world, there are some things which are in common, but there are yeah. some things which are different. And mm. you sort of, you know, you pick up on the good as well as the bad. Um, so, well, it was something that I, that I had thought about. And I, I think, to me, it is uh, one of those issues which are central to the Singapore narrative. And, mm. and I think generally speaking, Singaporeans accept it, um, but we're not the only country that has an issue of ethnicity or race central to our narrative. Mm. And yet we've dealt with it in such a different way. So it was something that uh, going into politics that I had thought about and I had, uh, and I had uh, some views about it. So of course, that, I think that came out both in my chairmanship of OPSG, it came yeah. out of my speech, and then mm. Sharon looked at it and said, aha, here's the sucker I'm gonna go after. Yeah. Uh, mm. so- no, but even
1: just uh, you know being a presenter, thinking on your feet, being able to react quickly to what people are saying. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to just toot your horn and everything, but <laughs> you, 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 do, you do look like you've done it for, like, as a professional for very long already. So uh, how, I mean, how, how do you overcome all that, you know, that initial uh, stage fright, so to speak?
2: Uh, Yeah, I, I think it's just, you've got to do it a few more times until you get numb to it, right? Mm, I, yeah. I mean, the first time I do remember when, I, when we did the first show, um, it was difficult, and yeah. the CNA yeah. team—you uh, know—credit to them. They, 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 they were, had a lot of patience. It's like, you know, would you like to do that again? But what was difficult? You mean just the delivering of the lines and? Well, I, I, didn't realize that it took so much hard work to look natural. You know, yeah. uh, <laughs> You know, art, you know uh, the naturalness on TV uh, yeah. requires a certain artificiality, yeah, correct, right? Artificial. Right. Yeah, right yeah. Correct. Uh, correct. Uh, not like podcast. No. 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 Yeah. Sure, <laughs> Uh, so, so you know, I, you you sort of think, oh, I just turn up and be yourself, and then it's, it turns out that you, if you are just being yourself uh, on TV while you're looking down your phone and ignoring people around you, yeah. no, it doesn't work. You you gotta like have a certain persona, a certain engagement mm-hmm. uh, with the the interviewee and the, and the, and the, and the things that's happening around you. So I learned along the way, and I see, I see. Uh, the the CNA crew, they really uh, they, they they they.
0: But uh, they were, were you when younger? Were you the one who performed? But they birthday parties? Oh good, 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 no no way. Cross <laughs> cross no cross way no way no way. I'm the complete opposite. Like when studying podiatry, you were like, oh guys, look at me. No,
2: no, 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 no. no! I'm the complete opposite. Like my mom was like, you're making a TV show? Like what happened to my son? You know? like No, I was the bookish quiet kid. I really did not like to get up on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I had to get on stage to like, you know, take a book prize or something, it was like, you know, can I call in sick today? I really don't. Yeah. So, but but by the time I made the show, uh 2016, um 2016 or 2017? 2016 um i had been in politics since 2011 mm-hmm. right so well politics you have to be in the public eye quite a lot so yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so I, I i think i i by that stage was no longer so shy about being in front of a camera or being on mm-hmm. stage so I see. so i don't know if that's what you're asking Terence, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. did politics prepare me to become the host regardless of race no I was, I
1: was going even further back to you know when you were practicing doctor and everything because uh, i mean communication I, everyone talks about doctors as you know bad handwriting and they don't really communicate well. So it's quite uh, refreshing when I meet a, someone, a medical practitioner who actually is you know communicates uh, as well, if not better than you know a professional host and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: the stereotype is there, you know, um, and and we we I mean I, I used to teach in in medicine. I mean at the medical mm-hmm. school and, and mm-hmm. also postgraduate. And um, communication is one of those things we really have to get right in the mm. medical profession, and we do spend a lot of time teaching people and training people to, to get communication right. Yeah. Our handwriting still sucks. That's why we've gone for electronic <laughs> records, you know, mm. like, you know, type everything yeah. and then you can, yeah. Smart nations, but, b- yeah. But but then if we spend our time maybe communicating in person a bit better, yeah. uh, uh, verbally a bit better, it's very important to engage people on that basis. Mm. So, you know, this just now
0: you you mentioned that uh, entering politics, you're in the public eye and all. So how do you balance, you know, anytime I would imagine someone enters politics, they know they are going to be polarizing. They know people are going to have opinions of them. I will totally admit that when I first saw you hosting a CNA program, I was like, yeah, just for the sake of it, the formality of it. Um, and because- well, What it's, do you mean the formality of like, it? Like it's so, I can imagine it's so easy. Like we've heard many times, you know, a speech here and there, by mm. a minister, a politician. And I will also say, whenever I hear stuff coming out of a politician's mouth, I take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. Um, so when I saw the show, I was like, okay, la, it's like Racial Harmony Day. It's gonna be a pointless show. Oh, who's this Dr. Janil guy, look you up? I'm like, yeah, la, he's just a mouthpiece and all that. And honorable, I wouldn't Honorable mouthpiece though. Honorable, honorable yeah, very honorable. <laughs> Every word was like, oh, honor, honor, honor. Yeah. <laughs> but I will admit that I had that sentiment, yeah, you know? Mm. And I can imagine other people having it that way. Like even having you on our podcast, I can imagine some people saying, okay, these people are hardcore PAP supporters and all, yeah. Right. So how do you balance that? Because thankfully through CNA, I've also had a chance to interact with other MPs and through stuff we have done, we have interacted with other MPs and they, you can never get to who they are, but meeting you to your credit, mm. it, it didn't feel that
2: way. How yeah. do you strike the balance? Well, I think the, you know, the, the sort of reaction that you have mm. uh, about, uh, oh, it's, you know, the, is what you're saying something that is pro forma, right? You're just, mm. you're just making a statement. For the, it's, not, uh, it's not wrong to ask that question. But if you ask that question, then are you willing to be persuaded by the facts mm. And, mm. and by the behavior and, and then the outcome? And I think if you go in with that sort of healthy cynicism, but also a, sort of an open mind to be engaged by what people say and the, the facts, that, that's not a bad thing. That means that yeah. you're, you're an informed listener, right? And, mm. a, and, and not an uncritical listener. Um, the 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 stereotype is like doctors, right? You stereotype, mm. you you stereotype all, all uh, professions. Same like influencers and yeah, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Like you yeah. guys are influ. Oh, oh man, am I? The, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have influence or? No, oh, oh, sorry, burn
0: Oh, we are gonna be editing this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, so so there's you know I mean there's always this grain of truth, right? Because politicians, yeah, I mean, we 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 could behave like that, right? Yeah. I mean, we could be we could be quite gratuitous if if that if that's the way our politics were. Mm. But I think one of the things we have in Singapore is uh, several both structures as well as incentives to not be those types of politicians. That you've mm-hmm. got to mm-hmm. not just say it, but translate it into action, and then not just talk at a high level of policy, but really get. Your hands dirty and get things done on the ground mm. uh, with your constituents. So if we can then deliver on that, hopefully we then persuade you we're not just a mouthpiece, or, you know, mouthing mm, yeah, out hollow yeah. words, right? But but then it's not bad for you to hold us up to that standard, lah. Mm. Rather than just simply take on faith that we're 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 doing the right thing. Mm, okay. So so I think that's the that's the, the lens that I go in. I don't go in and I think many of my colleagues don't go in on the basis that what you just described is a wrong mindset. Actually no, it, mm. it's it's more well, it's our job, our duty, our mm. responsibility to persuade you that actually Correct. we are we are of substance. Mm. And then then I think that guides that balance that you you're, you're mm. talking about. Okay. But, but, but so I, yeah. I guess
1: the question comes from I mean even for us when we see responses to, you know, things that we talk about on a podcast and they say, oh, you know, politicians are so out of touch with what's happening on the ground. Uh, but at the same time, you know, we know that politicians are having their meet the people sessions every week. If even during COVID, it was virtual sessions and all that. Um, like Why do you think there's this there's still this sentiment that, that politicians, or at least the, the, the ruling, ruling party, the, the government, and everything, they're out of touch with the layperson on the ground, even though... Like you said, there's a lot of activity being done on the ground to meet people, to talk to people, to find out what the constituents want there. Why do you think there's that perception? Well, well,
2: partly it's because people don't know about our activity unless we, mm. f- we, have, we, we, we directly touch them. I don't mean touching your parents, I'm just saying. Not the Will Smith kind of no, touch. No, right? oh, yeah. oh, we'll come to that, we'll come to that. <laughs> but unless, unless we connect with them directly, they, yeah. they don't know how many people I meet on my meet the people or my blog visits or my mm. walkabouts mm. or my market visits. They only know whether I've met them, mm. right? Mm. So I think that's one level. Okay. Uh, uh, and it's a, it's, a, it's a natural sort of perceptual bias, but oh, but it's, 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 it's there. Um, I think the second issue is when we talk about some of the issues that politicians mm. deal with and that people care about, I mean, that's where the sentiment comes up, right? People don't bring this up just for the sake of, well, let's talk about what we are gonna eat or something. It's because you're yeah. discussing some important social issue. Um, well, the reality of important social issues is that not everybody is going to have the same view. Mm. Mm. So if I have a view which the politician is now not following, yeah. uh, my natural bias is to say, well, you are out of touch, yeah. And then rather than saying you are out of touch with me, I'll say you are out of touch with everyone. Everyone, assuming
1: that everyone is like you, Every, like,
2: yeah. well, or that most people are like me. I mean, again, uh, that's a a natural bias that we have. Mm. Um, so I think it it, uh, it it serves us as 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 politicians. It, it's it's our in a way our, our responsibility to recognize this mm. and that if uh, people ask having a sense that we don't um, understand their views or that we don't uh, know their views that we then have to reach out and connect and find out what those views are mm. engage with with them now that doesn't mean that we can then do exactly what what they want because we have to balance what everybody else wants as well yeah. so that's a no well that is the difficult task of political leadership mm. Mm. but does it does it wear you down make you
0: jaded uh, or oh, it energizes you. Did you hear me swearing as I came <laughs> oh, in? Oh yeah, that's true. That was you. That was
2: you. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, another bunch of influencers, <laughs> what <wanting, no. laughs> I mean, call me small people, that I'm a nice guy. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. No, no. It, well, it's it's. I mean, it, it doesn't. I mean, I, I don't think I've become cynical yet. Uh, okay. Uh, or, or more so. I know. Um, you know. Uh, it's. Uh, there's a lot of activity and mm. uh, some of that activity is quite energizing. And, mm. and the nature of politics I found now that I've been in it since uh, what is it, oh, 20, 11 years um, is that things never stay the same, mm. you know? So mm. the, the issues that matter are shifting, the way in which people respond are shifting, which means that you as a, as a, as a, as a part of the community, but also uh, as part of politics, you have to shift your approach, your tactics, your, your, your uh, tools that you use. Uh, so you're always learning something new. You're always engaging with something new. So, mm, so mm. far, no, uh, not yet. Senegal.
0: Oh, okay, so you don't have like wow. a wind down routine where you go down in a bath, put Kenny G or maybe like- Kenny every, G, every- like <laughs> how? <house>, like. <laughs> How old do you think? No, okay, no, wait a minute. <laughs> or like every retro is retro. Oh retro, yeah, okay. Retro is retro cool, yeah. Or like maybe every every third Thursday of the month, you and your fellow MPs meet and no phones, you know, you all just go wild futsal, behind futsal, closed yeah. doors or something. <laughs> huh? They play futsal. Yeah, yeah futsal and all that. Yeah, yeah. Just like to or or is it they kind of decompress like, like, like yeah. decompress. Because like even after for us, after a shoot.
1: You're like okay like, You're like no, even no, no. after a podcast, I need to like sit down without Harish like screaming at you. Mm. Just, like,
2: so now we know where <laughs> you know, the stress right. comes from. Huh? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: We contribute to a lot to each other's yeah, stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. How, how do you, you yeah. compress from all that? Yeah. You know?
2: uh, well, I mean, I I uh, mostly I spend time with my family, mm. uh, my, my my kids, my wife, my family. Um, I I there are things that I enjoy. I mean, I I like being outdoors, running, cycling. Mm. Um. Uh, so like like hardcore cycling like no, spandex no, cycling. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I, one is uh, yeah, yeah, pet Yeah, I I'm, I'm not so good on the spandex. You okay, know, okay, there's little yeah, bits yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but no, I do like cycling. I'm not a hardcore mm-hmm. like road road cycling. Or um, I I I am happy everything. to cycle okay. most places. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I I'm not so into the like throw yourself down a mountain with all the knee knee, pa- knee guards, and okay, you know. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. PCN PCN, PCN roads, roads. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I I mean I used to. Cycled to work, uh, so mm. I used to commute. So I'm quite sort of comfortable cycling on roads as well. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but but yeah, so cycling, running, um, yeah, you know, just makan with friends. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we do have social lives as well once mm, in a while. Sure, sure. Um, yeah I don't know about the, the MPs all go wild in one room that, that's not quite how <laughs> no that's like the
0: fight club la. the rule number one you never speak of fight you club never speak maybe it's fighting. like yeah, let yeah. go club or like uh, own self party own self club <laughs> or something
2: <laughs> well we used to uh, uh, not party uh, but uh, we used to have a, uh, a, a football team that we used to play a long time ago oh really uh, yeah I, I don't know whether post COVID we will resurrect that but once in a while we do get together Wait, to, like
1: a minister's football team kind uh, of MPs, MPs MPs
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. wow oh, so you're by by different ministries, is it? No, no, like-
2: no, 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 no! It's MPs, not ministries. So oh, it was no. just the members of parliament. This is, I mean, I was like, you know, uh, the with opposition as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, okay. We we go and play oh. a few. This was, but this was several years pre pre COVID. Uh, well, yeah. I think yeah, I was
0: pre. But the opposition always team up by themselves, is it? <laughs> no, they, they do select they select you select uh, your teammates right? or oh, no then the opposition <laughs> always <team>
2: lasts. <laughs. laughs> no la. We don't play against each other, we go and play other teams. Oh, play other so teams. parliament team versus another team. <laughs> la. so oh okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Parliament versus non-MPs uh, no, so or something. No no no, right? no it's
2: like it's like some club, you know, like the, oh, the, oh,
0: okay, okay. the like the lawyers will have a club uh, or the unionists uh, will have yeah,
2: yeah. a club. It's like oh yeah, it's on for, for fun la, for fun laugh. La.
0: But does it did it ever get like like Yeah, fisti Red cards,
2: we? You think there' was so much energy to go and do this kind of thing. We're like, dude, you're going to run for the ball? No, it'll come to me. <laughs> I know together. I'm going to tackle
0: you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no la, no la, Because I mean, the, the reason why I ask those questions is also because I mentioned that we have interacted with MPs and politicians and there's always this, I can imagine why they have to be on guard la, all mm. the time, mm. especially now with social media, people can take something, take it out of context. Yeah. But is that something that you... Have almost internalized, or you're still very cautious about, or like before you came on our podcast, you got your team to research our history and all that kind yeah. of shit. Yes, I use. <laughs> yes, yeah, I correct, correct. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I mean, I think it's not wrong to have some degree of uh, of uh, prudence. I mean, you know, yeah. you you are you you know, ima- you imagine you're making a, a comment, and uh, let us say I go and comment on a foreign policy, right? Yeah. Like a little loose comment out here. Yeah. I mean, that that can do serious damage to our to our to our country, you know, and to, so. There's a certain prudence that we have to, to take as part mm, of our mm, responsibility mm. as our job. Um, but, but it, it happens in, in many different circumstances. It's not just when you come to do podcasts with influencers, you know, it's like you mm. know, how you speak and how you present yourself to the press and so forth.
0: Is there training, yeah, like media training and all that you all receive?
2: Um, not, not a lot. Not a lot. Know,
0: like TikTok training or anything. TikTok Yeah, I, have, yeah, no, no. So you don't have a TikTok? You, you I, I TikTok have not ventured into, into yeah. yeah. But yeah. why not? Because there are quite a few politicians who are quite active on social oh, only media. Ongi Kang yeah.
1: just launched his TikTok. Message. Yeah, and he got yeah. 18,000 followers. Because he
0: did a video
1: about when you can put on your mask
0: and yeah. take off your mask. So, so yeah, so yeah. how do how do your peers and you know, all navigate it? Because social media is a whole different ballgame. No, so that means I'm right?
1: I mean, I'm I'm guessing. Do you need to get approval to have a TikTok account? No, like, no.
2: Do you need
0: no. to go and like oh, uh, no, early no. I'm, no. I'm it's like submit, a, PM. submit a requisition
2: <laughs> form, <laughs> three, chops, yeah. <three>, <laughs> go to the committee. No, yeah. it doesn't work like that. But In you, this I video,
0: I only do four twerks, not three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. No. Right, no. I need to twerk for my first yeah, video. There is no four seconds.
2: There is no SOP on TikToking, No, no. It's just I think it's. Actually, and it's something that we do talk about as, yeah. uh, as yeah. politicians. It's, actually, a lot of it is what our comfort level is. Mm. Uh, what, what can you carry with some degree of authenticity, right? Yep. So even if you look at, let's say, uh, not TikTok, but uh, Facebook or Instagram, uh. it's not just being there. It's what you do and how mm. you post, right? So there's some people that literally they're on IG, their, their stories are every half an hour, they got something mm. to say. And then there's some like, old oh, funny that is like me. It's like once a day, if you're lucky, I'll post one photo and a little bit of a caption. It's, yeah, it's the same Platform. Yeah. We both have an account, but we're engaging with different audiences and doing it in a different way because mm. that's what is authentic to us.
1: Sure. So mm. There isn't a... I mean, you do have a team that helps you with uh, various things. Like, Let's say you're giving a speech and you need to draft a speech and you probably have a team that helps you also look through and Well, it
2: depends. So, if you're making a speech on behalf of a ministry, let's mm-hmm. say, or you're of behalf of a policy position, then yes, you, you do need to have that prudence, that due diligence, that what you're saying reflects not just your personal views, but the ministry and the government and so forth. Yeah. But but if I'm making a speech in my constituency, uh, no, ain't, ain't nobody drafting that speech for me. You know, oh, really? I, I do myself. Yeah. Uh, li- likewise, if I do it in any other capacity where it's it's my views personally, then yeah, yeah I, I just do it myself.
1: Oh, wow. I, I always thought there was this army of like uh, social media interns or something following uh, every minister around. Yeah,
2: let me know where they are. I want to speak to them. You know? <laughs> Why are you not supporting them? <laughs> but
1: yeah, so I mean, I think um, something that, that uh, a very new question that even I will be, I, I want to admit that I need to ask is, what does the, when, when, you, when you're a senior minister of state within a, a ministry, like what's the difference between being the minister itself and a senior minister of state within the ministry?
2: Oh, the minister is the boss. The senior minister is the junior. So oh, fa- really? fantastic. It's oh, like yeah. so it's just, it's just straight up <laughs> hier- hierarchy like that. Uh, Well, it's, it's, it is it's hierarchy in terms of seniority, Yeah. but it's also the way in which portfolios are assigned out. So usually the people who are the junior political office holders, mm-hmm. which are the ministers of state, right? Yeah. So you have the mm. senior minister of state and minister of state. Mm. We are the junior political office holders. You also have uh, parliamentary secretaries. Uh, We tend to have portfolios for multiple ministries. Mm, okay. And then we tend to have non-ministry portfolios as well. Okay. Uh, whereas the minister is responsible for the ministry. The ministry. And so th- they tend to have less of these sort of uh, other mm. things out there that cut across until you're super, super senior. The, you know, then the coordinating ministers, the senior ministers, of course, will have portfolios that cut across many ministries. So it's, mm. a, so it's a hierarchy, mm. but how in that hierarchy we are, are used and deployed uh, also, yeah. is also slightly
0: different. But that, what's that process like? Do you just get an email saying, yo, Janil, for 2022, you're gonna be attached to, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, well, uh, no, sometimes it's done in, usually it's done in person,
0: oh. uh, okay. a, bit <laughs> a But, but basically <laughs> you have a say or it is just assigned or? Uh, if I, I we, we, we are assigned. Oh yeah assigned so mm. okay okay mm. Yeah, yeah I see but, but I mean Ministry
1: of Communication I mean that's quite I, I would say that's quite up your alley in terms of communicating with people and and being from uh media and everything right
2: well um yes uh, the but the the ministry is not only about that okay, uh, yeah, sure. so mm-hmm. we also in terms of sort of uh, developing some of our digitization strategies uh, regulating some of the spaces and then also investing in the infrastructure to be able to support all this
1: yeah mm. and and okay so so there's always uh there's always a thought like how do, how do people who, politicians, how do they come from a certain uh, background, like say medical background, and then after that, they put in all these different portfolios that have nothing to do with what they did for their professional lives. Yeah. Like how do you get up to speed so quickly? Like, like you know, say for example, Chan chun Singh going from MTI and then shooting over to an other ministry, ministry. Now he's a minister of education and, you know, he's got, got to get up to speed with everything within a matter of days, if not weeks. Uh. Yeah, skills, skills, future, <laughs> right? skills future. Skills yeah. yeah. <laughs> future. Where's the time for skills future? <laughs> if you've got multiple things to do, right? Well,
2: I mean, it's a it's a process that it's not new, right? It's mm-hmm. not just like when I got uh, uh, posted into MCI, then suddenly they got to come up with some idea of how to get this doctor up to speed on MCI. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a process which actually our system has been working for the last, I don't know, 50, 60 years, maybe since independence, no. maybe even before independence, where people rotate. And it's that idea that you have, uh, leadership skills or transferable skills mm. that are useful in multiple areas. Yeah. And then every once in a while, a few years, you you rotate around. So the, the system then, in a way, is primed to kind of like, oh, okay, you have a new junior political office holder coming yep. along. Uh, how do we get them up to speed? And yeah. the reality is that in each of our ministries, agencies, the various uh, bodies that we supervise, they are the technical professionals. They mm. they know uh, everything there is to know about the subject. And they also understand what is our role, you know? where is it yep. that we, 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 can, we can add value? And so then, well, there's, a, there's really an a onboarding process. They brief right, us, yeah. they give us papers, but it, it doesn't stop there. Like yeah. I've been an MCI for several years. Uh, it doesn't mean that now I, I know everything about MCI. You know, mm. It's like if a problem crops up, uh, I need to then go and get the background information required to be able to deal with that problem. Mm. So uh, it really is an issue then of a combination where the person moving around, the political mm. office holders, mm you're really looking at it from, what are the transferable key issues in terms of political leadership, Mm. managing the issues, managing the people, managing the teams, um, and then adding value to that. And knowing that you are not there to give technical expertise, you know? Mm. I mean, I'm in the Ministry of Health. I happen to be a doctor, but I'm not the doctor for Ministry of Health. You know, there's a whole professional wing out there sure. that, that provide th- that expertise. I
0: so see. so with so much floating around and, and like what you said, politics is always evolving. What keeps you up at night? Uh, like, What is your biggest concern now about anything?
2: Well, um, I think... Uh there are some things which are perennial and there are some things which are mm, recent. Mm, 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 mm. The, the perennial things are reflected in many ways by the shows that I've had a chance to make with mm, mm. Um Issues to do with social harmony, race, mm. religion, uh, class inequality, um, uh, the the sort of age gap, gender, the uh, 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 generational gap, you know, where uh, uh, people of my, my parents, my grandparents' generation, my generation, my kids' generation, all have very different views on some core issues and how do we... Yeah. Bring all of that together and stay together as one people. Um, I think that is that's always been an issue that uh, that has uh, has has bugged me. Mm. And then I think the second issue would be um, climate change and, I, and and I think that really that's a it's a long game, but i I, I am really, very worried about the extent to which we, we will be able to both mitigate and then subsequently adapt. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly is very recent, so those are sort of some perennial issues. the first two. But the third one is really what's been happening in the world recently. I, you know mm-hmm. and so pm' spoken about this. Um, as part of his trip to the US. Uh, the the world is shifting in a dangerous direction. Yeah. yeah. Um. And there's there's going to be a lot more difficulty for us in Singapore to navigate this.
0: Specifically, what's happening with Russia, Ukraine, or just it, overall? Well, it's talking w- about Oscars or, or yeah, we'll see. That's <laughs> right. I was like, you <laughs> gotta be specific, <laughs> <on>. no, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Hollywood yeah. is evolving. Yeah. man. Yeah. Hollywood oh. is evolving. <laughs> 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 no. Yes. It's 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 what's happening in Ukraine, but mm. it's. I mean, Ukraine is, is is made possible by what other things are happening in terms of international relations, right? Mm, sure. What's happening in the EU, uh, the US-China situation. The whole uh, Singapore's peace, prosperity, we, we, we play a particular role in globalization. And that trickles down to so many of the things that we do inside our own country that leads mm. to our peace and prosperity here. Mm. Um, and so that's going to be difficult for us to navigate in the years to come. And it's, I think, uh, um, an increasing worry of mine. And- you just
1: a question, like how, how do you, um, I mean, I, I worry about climate change every night when I switch on my air conditioner to sleep as well, uh, in, a, in a should I or should I not kind of way. But like when you talk about worrying about climate change, like, where, wh- how, like how does it, existentially how does it affect your affect you and, and make you worry like, you know like what is it exactly about it because you can't feel like you say it's a long term game you yeah. can't feel the day to day effects of it
2: well i think it's it's a long game and and that's part of the issue that i don't think mm. my generation is going to feel the effects we'll cope mm, you know okay. you you it becomes hotter you turn up the air conditioning you, yeah. uh, you, you you but but then you are creating a further spiral of accelerating mm. climate change as a result and i know that it's going to affect my children's generation and then maybe their children's generation um, and I, I am convinced by the science, which is yeah. that we need to start doing things now in order then to 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 improve things for them. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but it's increasingly difficult. And I think the the shifts in the world it, there is a link actually with what's happening in um, the the international order. You know that yeah. how do you go to a country that you don't have good relations with, but then say okay now we will agree to deal with climate change together? They will yeah. say hey hello, you know we got bigger things to settle first. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Do you think Singaporeans care enough about those two issues?
0: Because you know we've always had the reputation of being apathetic and like um um just not giving a shit about stuff like that la. I think now it feels like things are changing. You know, there's a whole woke culture. But in general, from your interactions, um, from your walkabouts, and you know, do you feel people care enough?
2: I think they do. I think they do. Mm. I, I'm not. I I don't agree that people are apathetic. I mm, think mm. I think we we have a certain. Um, I don't know maybe it's like yeah I yeah, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I think about it now, but it's okay chill, mm. like, chill. you know it's like yeah, we yeah. want to a bit downplay our concern you know yeah. it's like uh, you you rather than overhype and be so excited uh, about about these things but mm. I think people are at that in their hearts really quite concerned and they, and you get to know people and um you 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 probe the, uh, the questions a little bit and I think people will express quite a lot of concern about these issues okay mm-hmm. I, I think people Singaporeans, we can be quite agitated about these things that we care about. You know, I mean, not mm, just like which yeah. is the best day bang or something. I mean, you know, mm. that's just a training ground for us really caring about some of these social issues. But so, have you
0: have you seen it change over the past five years or past ten years in
2: being in politics? Yeah, I, when I when I first went into politics, you know, there was this thing about how our youth are very apathetic. Mm, mm, I don't mm. know if you remember. I mean, and, yeah. and then, but and and I was like. Like, no, have you met the youth that are like complaining about this and agitating about this? I think today, if you said the youth are apathetic about social issues or policy, mm. then no, nobody would believe you. Mm, yeah. But I think it's not that fundamentally the youth have changed over the last five years or seven years. I think it's we have come to a deeper appreciation of what our youth interest and mobilization and uh, engagement with social political issues is. Mm, and then now mm. we say, well, actually, yeah, they're quite woke, huh? very, very involved. So I think it's going to be the same that the way in which we express our concerns and the way in which we deal with our concerns, we are not the West, you know? And mm, so if mm. your norm is set by what you watch online and yeah. then you turn around and you say, hey, why is Singapore not like this? Well, yeah. well, because we're Singapore, you know? It's like yeah, it's like that line in what's that, 300, this is Singapore. You know? yeah. <laughs> no, no, we we, we, talk, we were asking you a lot <laughs> yeah. about your,
1: your origins in terms of like, uh, when was your political awakening, so to speak? Because uh, I think for us, it, it matters a lot in terms of... Uh, trying to chart a path for young people going forward. Like if you're very passionate or interested in something, is joining politics necessarily the, the one thing that you should do or being an activist or you know, doing what you're meant to do in the world, like joining finance or being a doctor and all these things? How, how do you think, like for you yourself, like when was your, this awakening that, okay, I, I need to think of larger problems of the world to, and try and solve these things as opposed to continuing my practice as a, a medical practitioner and you know? all?
2: Well, firstly, I think you shouldn't go in on the basis that, you know, having a real job or being an activist or being a, a, a politician are somehow all delinked from each other. Mm. We're all part of the same society, you know, and as a as a politician, uh, I have to have a very close ground, uh, close uh, connection with what is happening with people with, you know, with jobs, you know, yeah. like, mm. what is it that's allowing them to have that fulfillment, uh, get their, their jobs done, build our economy, but also look up, they can look after their family and, and look after their businesses. The, mm, the two are not unlinked. Mm. They, are, they are linked. And the people who are not in a way officially of involved in politics, actually we all are involved in politics because we all yeah. have a view on the issues. Right. And then yeah. we all mm. vote. Um, and it's the same with activism. You know, you, you are, you may or may not want to be a political representative. That mm. doesn't mean that you are, if you're not, it doesn't mean you're not in politics because mm. everything that we do in politics uh, is on the basis of a team of people that we have of activists and volunteers mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and and political uh, mobilizers right yeah um, so it's not so clean the line between the three mm-hmm. I, I, and I think we all have to play a role in in all the the different spaces that we work in mm-hmm. but I think your question is really then when did I decide to my I might stand as a political representative mm. yeah yeah um, so i i, I can 't say that I had a long uh, um, uh, you know all my life i 've been thinking about it actually no yeah. all, most of my life has been the other direction i 've been quite focused on medicine and and, mm-hmm. and and the work that I was doing in education um, uh, so it 's really i think um, about 2000 and 2008 or two thousand and nine uh, somewhere around there, yeah, I think it was two thousand and eight um I and I started volunteering at uh, at Raden Mas uh, uh, okay, uh, okay. with uh, Sam Tan, who's the MT, MP then. Mm. Uh, and uh, it was it was one of those things where I was uh, I had sort of finished my training. I had I become fairly senior in in my uh, in my uh, work at the hospital and at, at the medical school. And mm. I, I kind of like in a way I, I I had those portfolios and those things to do. Yeah. And and when you're at a certain level of seniority those portfolios take on a 5 year horizon right or mm. t- you know it's not like i got to get this cert in 1 year's time or i got to finish sure. this it's like well i'm doing this developmental work over 5 years mm. uh, and i was looking to do something a little bit different in the community uh, so a friend suggested that i go and volunteer at santans meet the people session and it's like you know this is like it's like basically tell me you will have no idea what you're walking into, mm, but if you're looking mm. to do something completely different from what you have done in medicine, I'm yeah. telling you this is it. Yeah, I was like, okay, how like how mm. I like seriously really how you know, um, uh, so I turned up for one of those uh, meet the people sessions, I and I and I volunteered with uh, Sam, and yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, okay, this is completely different. It was really a a whole set of issues, a whole set of challenges that that I had not been so aware of before. Um, there was an opportunity to learn so much about, about what was happening and uh, affecting the people that we were helping, yeah. the policies behind it, but also the programs. So it just took me off on that track.
0: Mm. Mm. so since it was a gradual thing it wasn't like like one specific incident no
2: no no there was no uh, the, the lightning didn't fall yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry no pun intended yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was a gradual thing it was you know, it, a gradual it, it, thing I
1: think it's interesting because uh, you know we talk about like when we study in the US I have uh, friends from university who are like oh you know I'm very interested in politics I want to go and volunteer and be on this particular senator's campaign to get into senate and everything Whereas in Singapore, it, it's really, um, yeah, you don't get that kind of thing. where oh, I'm going to be the social media person for Dr. Janiel. and 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 then we'll help him through the campaign and all these things. It always starts from the ground, on the ground, like meet the people sessions, and and really about talking to everyday people on the streets. So why why do you think there's such a huge emphasis on you know being on the ground and talking to people in Singapore versus you know finding a political political career by
2: volunteering for a campaign or anything like that? I, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive, and I don't mm. think we uh, actually lack people in the second category. Oh, and right. actually, if you look at people who are in politics, some of them started because they believed about particular causes. Mm. Uh, so if you look at some of the MPs, they started yeah. their journey because they were campaigning for something very specific. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, One particular policy issue, one particular uh, thing that they cared about. Mm. But once they started, they then got, in a way, involved in several areas. And the reality is that the two are complementary to each other. You want to go mm. and help with a campaign, yeah. your campaign has to reflect the concerns of the ground. Mm. Uh, you're going to go and engage the ground. Uh, well, some stage you need to be able to translate that into action and that may require political campaigning. Yeah. Um, so I do have people who volunteer um, and just come along and say, look, I want to help with your campaign. I want to help yeah. with uh, with the election process. But actually most of the people come along and say, uh, I want to volunteer with you because I care about this issue. I see some of it's a, a ground issue, some of it's something local in their estate. But increasingly, there are people who say, "Look, I, I want to have uh, my views reflected yep. Um, yep. in parliament." Um, so, for example, the things that we did on climate change—you mm. um, know—we had a, a paper that we we wrote, uh, a political paper uh, mm-hmm. from our from the party wing. Uh, and there were people who wanted to step forward and yeah. said, "Look, I I have views about climate change. I have views about how Singapore can navigate this space. Yeah. I want to now come and engage with you, help you write the paper, yep. make sure my views are there." So I think we are we are moving in that direction, but it's not either or. Okay, because I would tell so tell a young person like that, "Okay, that's great. You, know, you help me write the paper, and you know the the young PAP uh, submitted the paper, but." then not everybody agrees with your view. You know? Mm. Uh, you're know. you gonna have to then go back out to the ground and say, yeah. how do you now convince people that this is the right way to go? So the high level campaign and the ground engagement actually are, 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 are linked.
1: Okay, I'm only asking because I, I have friends who are, you know, they, they think about issues. They, they, we talk about, about it on WhatsApp and everything. And I mean, there's smart people, you know, jobs in tech companies and all these things. And I say, hey, you know, you're interested in these issues. Why don't you go to politics? Then they tell me, I don't want to go on the ground and have to attend meet the people sessions and all these things. Do you think these people are suited for politics?
2: Uh, <laughs> you put it to me like that. It's rather, <laughs> there's only one answer, you know? I, 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 if you, if you, you know, what if there's only one friend on your WhatsApp chat? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the reality is you cannot be a politician mm. o- o- only worried about ha- high-level issues, you know? You, you mm. have to be able to go and persuade people and engage with people. Yeah. And yeah. you have to have your high-level issues reflect the issues on the ground. So you may want to start thinking about these uh, wonderful uh, uh, ideas and yeah. concepts but you have to be able to translate it the into ground. the ground but the the reverse is also true you know if you mm. think you're very good on the ground you have to be able to take it and then move bring it up it to 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 bring it to parliament or bring it to high level issues so you need both
1: mm. Mm. but you, but you don't think that 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 sort of uh, limits the talent pool that you can you can pull into politics because i mean there are some people they are just really not made to they're, they're not the most sociable people they they can they can't hold a conversation, but they're so smart and brilliant and about you know policy and things like that.
2: But we can. But there's many ways to get involved in politics. It's not mm. just about whether you stand as an MP or become a political representative. You you we have set up so many uh, you know focus group discussions, mm. conversations, dialogues, committees, and forums precisely mm. so that we can engage with this talent pool that's out there. Yeah. So that your ideas can then. Be reflected. I mean, so we have these alliances for action, the SG Together movement, but, I mean, the, 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 the different structures are not the issue. It is the intent behind it. And our intent mm. behind it is quite clearly, yeah, it's not just about the guy who's uh, uh, standing up in parliament making a speech. You know, there's mm. a whole series of people and talent out there engaged mm. in issues, and we have to be able to bring that together.
0: Mm. 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 So, 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 given that, yeah, like what you said, it's so multifaceted the role. Is there, how do you is there a particular type of content you you consume to just understand global issues? Are there podcasts you listen to, videos, or authors you read or biographies? What's your what's your gem there?
2: I think it's well I take the view that I need a little bit of everything so that you mm. don't get kind of like pigeonholed into one worldview, yeah. you know? You're, yeah. you're, you're, if you only listen to your podcast, you have a- certain, You get a brilliant yeah, worldview. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Cover everything, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I make it a part. I mean, I, I, there's some periodicals I like to read I, and then mm, books mm, mm, and mm. podcasts. Uh, I'm not so good at watching broadcast TV, you know? It's, oh. uh, I'm sorry to say, you know, those, but it, it, it's like I I, I I don't actually own a TV. Uh, so, so you don't watch your own show? Your own show? I download it. So I it's that whole asynchronous ah, like, you know, yes, on yes. time, on target, right? You okay. do mm. streaming kind of thing. So I'm fully, fully on the on, 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 on with that. I, I don't sort of like oh it's but by the way, it's nine PM on no. uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I, I, I do, I watch quite a lot of things, read quite a lot of things. Um probably more reading than watching. More reading. but the key thing I think is to read from authors or uh, viewpoints, which also Challenge your your view, don't not just mm. reinforce, mm. so that you get a wider view of things.
0: So I mean, speaking of challenging your view, right? Like when we opened up um, the questions to our listeners on Reddit, um, there were a lot of comments or questions about things that you have already been questioned a lot about, right? Like the one of the most popular ones was about the whole trace together thing, mm. right? Mm. So I mean, everybody has their thoughts on trace together. How how do you navigate? Or, or, what's What's your role or how do you think about it? Because sometimes I do agree unpopular decisions do need to be made. But sometimes there's also the balance between, okay, are we being too conservative, too progressive? How do you you manage all that? Like, even for now, do you wear a mask outdoors? Do,
2: mask outdoors? Yeah. Well, no. Mask outdoors? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, no. The last mm. couple of days, I went for a, I went for a run, went for a mm. walk. I, I've been unmasked. Yeah, uh, no, people, run, run. You don't have to walk. You don't have yeah. to wear anyway. Do but, people
0: yeah. look at you funny and like judge you and all?
2: Um, well, I wasn't wearing my glasses, so I don't know what they're <laughs> <mean. laughs> You know, they, they may, may be making eyes at me. I don't, no, I'm kidding. I I yeah. don't think so. I don't mm. think so. I I and I and the last couple of days, I, every day I see more people unmasked outside, right? So it's, mm. there's a certain comfort level that people are, uh, in a way, adjusting to. Yeah. Mm. Um, and the thing is, I, I think we shouldn't be so judgy, you know? You want to wear a mask, wear a mask lah. I mean, mm. uh, you know, mm. the guy wants to wear a mask outdoors, even if he's allowed not to, give him a break. You know? mm, so he, that's me. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's okay. I mean, and th- I think that's actually a far more healthy uh, approach that we get to the point where well, you have decided you want to wear a mask. Yeah. Then you have taken some responsibility, either because you think you're vulnerable or because you are sick and you want to protect the people around you. Good for mm. you, you know? Mm. So we don't judge you, then then uh, it's it's a much more healthy kind of um, yeah. um, engagement. But yeah. But um I yeah, uh, the masks and trace together have a very different uh very yeah. different so, issues So, so they're
0: yeah, they're masking uh separate before the trace together thing, right? Because I mean sometimes it's it's cool that you mentioned that part of a politician's role is to communicate and convince. Sometimes I feel the stuff that comes out in uh, by government Facebook pages or even politicians themselves, it does more harm than than good. So when it comes to trace together such a polarizing thing, what is how how, are you, how do you how are you managing that? Because there are a lot of people who are asking, why do we still need trace together?
2: Yeah. Well, but part of the reason why we are not we are able to ask the question now mm. is because we have come through the pandemic well, better than we had expected, right? Or better yeah, yeah. Than, than many people had feared. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, now cases are coming down, uh, the ho- situation in the hospitals, while still a challenging, it's on an improvement path, um, we know that uh, we've been able to be relatively successful. Mm. And so now people say, well, can we like stand down, trace together, mm. stand down? Mm. Uh, so not, not wrong to ask, but we must consider why we are in this position mm. where actually we we were able to uh, reduced the number of deaths compared to many other places in the world. Um, our healthcare system continued operating compared to many other places in the world. Yeah. And trace together, and our contact tracing was a key part of that. Mm. So no, no uh, program or strategy or device is correct for all time and all circumstances. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like was it the right thing to do at the time, and is it the right thing to do now? Mm. So at that time when we we were we were uh, moving on trace together. We, we were at a position where we were not yet fully vaccinated. Mm. Most people were not vaccinated. We were just getting our vaccination program rolling, yeah. right? And so we had a very aggressive approach towards contact tracing to protect us. And the only mm. way you can do that, the super aggressive, fast contact tracing was to use something like Trace Together. Mm. So, okay, now if today we didn't have Trace together and we are 95% vaccinated and our healthcare system is working, would we do the same thing? I, I mean, of course, the balance is going to be different, right? Mm-hmm. But was it the correct thing to do at that time? I would 100% say yes, because it allowed us to really ring fence the cases and cut the clusters. You know? So as soon as a cluster cropped up, you, you prevented it from further spreading. Yeah. Of course, then eventually um, uh, Delta came along and that broke through those types of defenses and Omicron mm-hmm. even more so. But doing it for the first few waves meant it bought us a lot of time. And yeah. in that time we got everyone vaccinated. Mm, mm. So you basically imagine if we had the kind of outbreaks that we had for Delta and Omicron, but you had it eight months earlier before we had everybody vaccinated. Hey, we'd we'll be singing a very different story now And yeah. we're mm, yeah. like, wait, why you didn't go so more aggressive on test together? You know, it's a, it would be a, why did you not do more in that space? Mm. So the, the fact that today we're asking, being asked to dial it down is a measure of its success.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: So then today, well, Trace Together, we've already said like, in Parliament, it's not really about contact tracing anymore. It's about the vaccine differentiated measures. That's the key reason that we have to keep the program in place. Mm. Simply because to sp- stand up a whole new infra for vaccine differentiated measures it's just going to cost a lot more yeah. rather than using the infra that we already have for Trace Together, also for vaccine differentiated measures. Um, so then now our thinking has to be when we no longer need the vaccine differentiated measures, so then we take Trace Together away. Mm.
0: Mm. So, then another question relating to Trace Together. Do you think having the authors there are making them feel very entitled? The otters, the otters they yeah, are having yeah. a
2: darn good time, you know. Yeah. Like I think Trace, together, trace yeah. together has played a part, lah. So I, I, no, I think it's not just Trace Together, you know, it's yeah. the whole Instagram thing. These yeah. guys, I mean I just, I just want to like like you put it to you as influencers, you know. Yeah. Do you think they put in the hard work to deserve the influence they have today? <laughs> the otters? The otters. I used to think so,
0: but recently I've been turning la. I've been But turning. but they they what they do is they
1: the um the scars la. You don't see them that as often Yeah, you know they come out when they need to come out and show their face. So it's a bit like the whole swatch thing, and that you know it's not. (laughs) I mean, it's not. It's not limited edition, but because of. The you know the supply chain issues and I all see. that. see. There is some scarcity there, so people still treat them like otters, yeah. Yeah. oh otters. Once
2: so
0: there's like, an influx of otters, then people will be like. I get see. Fuck so out. they understand out. about the overexposure. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Ah,
2: must be a little bit uh, careful about how you go and exactly. uh, go on yeah. which podcaster. Uh? Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> no. So just to bring it back to the serious side of trades together, like you know now even now it's still very polarizing. Like even for me, my thoughts are. Uh I'm I'm I, I I go like I ping pong here and there like. But before you make a statement about trace together, do you already know that uh fuck people there's gonna be backlash, there's gonna be this, but we have to say what we have to say. Or do you sometimes feel like there's stuff that maybe the public shouldn't like can't know about the, the full extent that you can't share and is that ever frustrating like you know?
2: No, the reality is that any difficult challenging political issue mm. no no one is always it's, not, not, it's going to be 100% agreement there's always mm. going to be people who mm. disagree with you and there's always going to be people who will benefit or agree with you um, and so we have to manage that space and mm. so mm. we can't wait and only put out a policy when 100% people agree nothing will happen mm. but it has to be that you take a view that this is the correct thing to do now and there's enough support that we can move and implement this and then over time, people will see that there is a benefit, mm. and ultimately, it will benefit us all. Uh, mm. So that's the nature of of these types of things. I mean, if if it was so easy that we knew that there was no backlash, yeah. it wouldn't yeah. be at 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 that level that we have to deal with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. actually, actually uh, kind of related to to where our healthcare systems at all. Like recently, that whole fiasco with uh, Wake Up Singapore and and KKH, or, you know, and all that. I felt that it was a very, um, you know. We talk about Pofma and we joke about it on it, but actually, it was a really uh, rough. I think it was really rough for frontliners when that news of KKH and I mean alleged uh, miscarriage and everything happened. So, can you just walk us through your thoughts about when when a piece of news like that comes out and and how? It, affects, it potentially affects morale of like frontliners and all these things, especially since you are, you were a medical pr- practitioner and you know yeah. how things are on the ground as well.
2: Well, when something like this comes out, I mean, first thing is nobody assumes that it's a complete lie, you know? Mm. The, yeah, the, exactly. the people yeah. are scrambling to, 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 to locate the, the, the facts, find yeah. the case files, who's this, or who's the doctor, who's, yeah. and I can imagine the healthcare professionals mm. are all sitting there like, was this my patient? Did I, yeah. did I, did I like mess up and something happened? And it, and you can imagine that a lot of staff, personnel, uh, man hours spent trying to chase this down, mm. uh, uh, and at the same time scrambling to ensure that such a thing never happens again, and then to find out that it's a complete fabrication. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, you, you, you really will. Do- Chip away at morale like this—that yeah. you you feel a sense of being under attack for what?
1: Yeah, mm. especially know? in the same week that you know we're saying that oh Singapore is moving on and opening up, and yeah. our healthcare system can take it. Then you read news like that because I mean, uh, my my wife, she, you know, she's in all these WhatsApp groups and other mothers and all that. And they're, oh
2: my god, you know this thing happened.
1: And it gets everybody really riled up and yeah. scared. Then uh. then suddenly they realize, oh shit, we were just taken for a ride.
2: And even though we are, we you know we're opening up, we're liberalizing, we're taking masks off and all this outdoors our healthcare system is still working very very hard it's mm. what we call the business as usual debt right all the cases that we were not able to 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 clear as quickly in, in covid and now the impact of covid together so you know my my colleagues my friends in the emergency departments and the hospitals they're working flat out
1: yeah mm. um
2: it's not like they're suddenly on holiday and in, uh, you know party time or you know uh, yeah. it's uh, it's they're they're still holding the line but that's requiring a hell of a lot of effort so they they really don't need this on their plate
0: yeah yeah so so when i mean like um, when you being so uh, involved with the healthcare system and having been so involved, when you see things like, you know, clap for our healthcare workers, health, uh, frontline workers and all, what do you think about that?
2: Well, it's not wrong for the sentiment, right? I mean, people, yeah. people want to uh, express their support. People want to yeah. express. Their, so, okay, what can they do? You know, so I think, I understand where you're coming from. You're thinking like, is this lame? Is it cynical? Oh, no, I'm just curious. I mean, oh, come on, I saw that smile. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm more than willing to share my thoughts as well. But okay. maybe you can go first. No, but but I think if we if we take the view that everything is lame or not worth yeah. you know, it, then nothing gets done, like Yeah, it's yeah. cynical, it's very cynical. Yeah, it's I, I haven't shared my thoughts. yet. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Can. Like. <laughs> it's like the way you're like creeping up to that topic, man. I'm like, <laughs> no. So uh, I mean, y- yeah, the cynical view would be okay. You, you uh, come clip formula what for what mm. right? But the reality is that people want to express their support, want yeah. to express their the the solidarity. You've got to allow that to happen, and mm-hmm. and I think nothing wrong in encouraging it. Yeah, but then if you think that, but if you get sucked into the idea that now that you've done it, you've ticked the box, and then we move on, and that's the end of the story, then okay lah. Then you've mm. fallen into that 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 sort of value signaling type of trap. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean. No. How, so my, far, how far you gonna go with this burn? You know because you can say the same about influencers. You know, no. it's like well, you make a podcast, then you fix the world's problems. Is it? So
0: first of all, like, can I clarify that both of you speak about oh, don't judge. You all just judge me just by the fact that I ask a question <laughs> because my sentiments are similar to yours. Phew. So like, oh, okay, like in the sense that okay then. It's almost like if you want to help, you have to go all the way, like little gestures don't count, which I also think is not a good mm. way to Cannot be so, to right? Encourage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like, got to have a middle ground. Yeah, you got to have a middle ground. Uh, but of course, the the flip side of that is like what you said, like if it just becomes, oh, now I feel good because I've clapped, I've done my part to support the healthcare workers, that's fucked up, like, you know? But I think this why when I see certain sentiments that we have spoken about also when people show sympathy towards... Uh, an incident that happens in, in a country like when we, we did a podcast about the Notre Dame uh, church that, that fell down and there was an outpouring of like um, support not fell down got burned uh, in a fire then there were people who said oh you care about this but you don't care about something mm-hmm. else in some other country and we're like I mean at least they are caring about something right there's no there's no hierarchy of caring certain problems yes are more urgent but that's when I see people even shitting on oh this clap for 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 healthline workers uh, frontline workers is is useless and all. I don't agree with that. Yeah. You know,
1: but but the, yeah. the truth is, uh, the last two years, right? Yeah. There were a lot of accidental instances where we felt very proud to be Singaporean. Mm. And they weren't all this clap for frontliners. It was like when I went to get my second jab and then mm. I sat there waiting for, you know, like to see if there were any side effects. I wanted to stand up and say the pledge at that point. Uh. Oh, same. It's just like yeah, there's some, yeah. some, something about just how quiet, how efficient, how the whole thing was Friday night. I go to a comedy center, I get a, a jab that, even you know, people in other countries cannot get. I just felt like, well oh, this is the real NDP that Whoa, we're talking I'm about. I'm getting goosebumps, man. No, I'm like- so I want to ask you, <laughs> what, have there, has there been an instance in the last two years that made you like, wow, I'm super proud of this moment as Every day, Singapore, every like, day he you know, gets up. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, well
2: done, bro. Well done. <laughs> politician. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Didn't yeah. miss the opportunity.
1: <laughs> but yeah, last two years, any, any particular moment you remember that? You felt?
2: Uh, many, you know, honestly, mm-hmm. very many. I, I mm-hmm. have to say, I had a similar feeling when I get to men- went to get- uh my booster mm, or you know booster. took my kids or whatever i mean it's just it's just that you know we're in the middle of a crisis mm, yeah. and this thing gets done you know hey no fuss no yeah, drama no we just thing, get it think, done yeah. you know just get it all done uh but but you know i remember reading um, um uh, a story uh online about uh sq flights coming mm. back with hardly anybody in it yeah, yeah and uh and you know the singaporeans who were stranded overseas uh, and then uh, able uh, to come back and then like I'm. I'm trying to. I think it was a flight from New Zealand, or 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 I. I can't be so sure. Yeah. But I remember reading about it, and the person had like described the difficulty of of uh, getting getting, the, get, the, getting out of yeah. getting out of wherever they were, right? Trying to yeah, get yeah. home to their parents and get home to their family. And and the, and and in the in the blog post, you know, that that sense of how when you step onto a SQ flight, mm. right? I mean, it's a real cliche, right? I mean, I also feel it, right? Whenever yeah, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. coming mm. there, you it's welcome like welcome home, welcome yeah. home, and it's yeah. like and in peacetime, like if it's yeah. 2018, 2017, you'd be like, oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, can yeah. I have a, you know, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know whatever, wet yeah. towel or my, my drink or whatever, right? I mean, you, you're, they're, they're trying so hard, but the reality is it really does feel like that, you know? Yeah. Like you step onto the plane mm. and you do feel like suddenly you're in part of Singapore, yeah. right? Yeah. So then I was reading this blog post and I just like, I can imagine that feeling because I know what it's like. And can you imagine then having felt that you were stranded and isolated somewhere else mm. and then you got into this flight I think they said there were only like four or six people on this flight, mm-hmm. and they had all this crew looking after them. And mm-hmm. I, I tell you that really, like, wow, brought a, a, a choke to my oh. because you know it meant that SQ and SIA and Singapore we kept up all of these lifelines, mm-hmm. and we were able to bring Singaporeans home. Yeah, uh, that's not a small thing, you know. It, and yeah, that, that's, yeah. that was a national effort to remain connected to the world, a national mm-hmm. effort to be able to bring people home. So mm-hmm. it's like from this biggest thing across the world right down to the fact that how we did things. To get our jab, yeah, I was like, yeah, 101 different ways, man. Over the last two years, I felt very, very proud.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so, why NDP still like that?
2: Uh? <laughs> NDP <is> still <laughs> like what? Open-ended <laughs> <ending> question. Open-ended <laughs> question. Fair, to be fair, another one of
1: those moments was. <laughs> When you spread out the you know the fireworks yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could see it from your home from your balcony you know, if you live high enough like yeah that kind of thing that was also a very nice moment that that we had in the last couple of years. yeah I, I'm really
2: glad that we kept on celebrating NDP yeah you know I mean okay yeah it was not exactly the same but mm. it's like okay we we just have to market make the effort to market and mm-hmm. you know. It's remind the world, but also remind ourselves, you know, like yeah. we, we ain't stopping this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was, that was also, quite, I mean, a thousand and one moving moments. Like. Yeah. There's another yeah. one, there's another one I'm going to tell you where I, I, I went to visit, uh, I Trying to think one of the, one of our immigration facilities. Yeah. Where, um. Uh, it was a, at the border. I think it was one, of the uh, road border. And there was a screening center, right? So the screening center, you know, where all the, the nursing staff are all in the PPE and yeah. everyone is gloved yeah. up. And I also have to be gloved up. And, 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 you know, you can, um, uh, wearing PPE is really uncomfortable, mm, you know? It's yeah. been there for a while. And so you can sort of, you know, body language, you can spot the person who's comfortable and then chill, and the person who's like really on edge. Yeah, Maybe it's the on edge because I'm there, I don't know. No. But anyway, so <laughs> then I saw these two nursing staff, right? And one of them was clearly, you know, a bit more uh, inexperienced and agitated. And I sort of said, oh, so, you know, uh, is this your first time deployed yeah. in such a situation? And it's like, yeah. yes, uh, you know, wearing PPE and all this kind of stuff. Uh, how do you find it? She says, oh yeah, you know, uh, but worried, because you know, you're, you're worried, you're exposing yourself. I said, well, you know, um, uh, well, we, we went through it all in SARS, you know, and and, yeah. and that's where we learned about some of these techniques. So, so you know, I, I hope. Uh, and, and so she was quite, you know, in a way trying to be calm, but you can see mm. she was really not comfortable. Yeah. And I turned to the next one, much more senior. Mm. And I said, what about you? And she says, no, no, no. I was already doing this at SAS. No problem. We know what to do. And it oh. was just... A handful of words you know but the quiet confidence of that frontliner mm. saying hey mm. I, I I got this already you know? yeah uh, and, mm. and and then and then she said, So well, those of us have done it before we have to teach all the young ones and let them know it will be okay <laughs> mm. you know, and it's that it's that kind of we we have we 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 do quiet confidence well, i think
0: mm. uh,
2: and, I, and, I, and that that makes me very so proud. but are there
0: any specific things done within the healthcare system that keeps people's morale up because I mean, we have seen instances over the past few months where there's a certain policy change or certain comment and yeah, you get anonymous blog posts from people on the front line. But um, what what are some of the things that are done to keep up the morale?
2: So I think uh, uh, end of last year, we had this uh, whole period of time where uh, we took an extra special effort to try to uh, rotate people on shifts and Mm. uh, bulk up some of the... um, uh, support services so that people yeah. could take leave and take some downtime yeah. makes yeah. a big difference. So, so I think that that mm. made a big difference. Um, I think uh, when uh, there was uh, a recognition nationally that like our ICUs and our EDs, just how much they were they were under pressure. I, I think sometimes it's just knowing that people know, mm. you know, mm. uh, and mm. that that people take it seriously that you are struggling and you are uh, under pressure. I think that that made a difference. So certainly from the WhatsApps that I got uh, from my colleagues that made a difference as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean so, even
1: for us well, like like people are saying that uh mean, I mean, I'm not trying to say that good or whatever. Uh, but listening to but our podcast. Yeah. You know, but, but just having the, the continuity of our podcast yeah, yeah, through yeah. the whole period of whatever uh, circuit breaker and all these things help people just normalize their lives a little bit. Uh. Absolutely. And then, yeah. like what you said, like just knowing that life goes on and having marking N D P and all these things. Almost right. actually very important to keep yeah. things moving. And and
0: also the fact that we also talk about the issues with the healthcare, like like certain things that they voice out, we also try to talk yeah. about it and acknowledge it because certain things, um, I think there was uh, some communications that came out that felt, um I think it was a specific podcast we did on a letter by who? Uh, 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 uh,
1: Ongi Kang. Uh, Ongi, Ongi Kang, Kang yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that one, I think there was a lot of chatter online and we kind of talked about it as well. And that's that's where I feel like sometimes the communications could be so much better, uh, but sometimes it shoots them uh, themselves in the foot, like. Um so, sometimes it's about just catharsis, la, Just yeah
1: talking about it and
0: making sure it's acknowledged and out there. Yeah. Yeah. So so you know now like we are coming out like what you said, right? So mm. what is your your concerns going forward about with regards to the pandemic or how we are opening up? Because yesterday was a Tuesday was a big step, right? Mm -hmm. What are are some of your concerns? Do you go to Clark Key to go and like 10.31 PM (laughs) with a beer? No, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) For the Tiger, the Tiger beer one. (laughs) (laughs) Solidarity. We have free Tiger beer for one minute. Free Tiger beer for one minute. (laughs) No, 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 I did not.
2: But maybe I should have, no. Uh, No, well, uh, firstly, my first worry is, uh, is it truly over or not? Mm. Because there are parts of the world where this is not a settled matter. And Mm. as we're opening up, well, we have to keep our watch up and our guard up. Yeah. Um, secondly, if we are hit ever again in the future with another wave, um, whether we will have the, the social cohesion and the wherewithal to do this the same way. Mm. I mean, we always, like, you know, it's like a stock trader, right? A past performance does not indicate future returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like just the fact that we did it well for the last two years, uh, Singapore's hung Singaporeans hung together and, and sort of had this sort of singular vision about how we are going to do it. Mm. Um, will that happen again in the future? I hope so. I really don't hope so. Mm. But one of the things, if I sort of, flip my switch, right? And I think of it like as a citizen rather than as a politician. You know, if you told me, well, everybody masks up and then no, uh, only two people dining out or no dining out. I mean, I remember thinking at the time, well, yeah, it's only for three months or four months. Mm. Hey, we can tahan lah, mm, right? Yeah, yeah. But if at that time you told me it was going to be for two and yes. a half years, I'm, you know, so, so part of the problem is now having been through it for so long, Yeah. I mean, if we have another wave, uh, what's our response going to be, and, and I really hope we hang together and we, we, we perform the same way that we have done in the past. If we can do that we'll be okay and we we'll, we'll have ups and downs mm. um, The third thing is well uh you know well I think people are are looking forward to traveling again, and this sort of this whole tr- attempt to try to harmonize the way in which we we, we do all the checks and travels right mm. uh, it's a, in a way a good uh, proxy or analogy for the extent to which, well, we need to do a lot of things across borders to harmonize, you know, and, and not a such smooth sailing with, as we talked about for for a variety of reasons, Ukraine, China, yeah. and geopolitics
0: and so forth. I see, I see. Okay. Whoa. So, so then like, um I mean, shit, what did I want to ask? Huh? I got thrown off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. No, I forgot I what thought... I wanted to say. No, no, no. It was off the tail end. Wait. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I got a, I got a blank, blank.
1: You got thrown off, uh, of, of your question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Shit! What the hell did I want to ask? See, this is yeah, this.
2: So this is, is a... the bit that gets edited out. Uh no no no, no. we this, leave it in. We leave it in. We leave it in. Yeah, huh? we leave it in. This is what happens. I but I yeah, see, if you have you anything. No, I mean, uh, I,
1: it... I guess, uh, it's interesting to hear, uh, your perspective given, uh, you know, your, your medical background, and everything. Mm. But does it ever feel, um, in Parliament, like sometimes because you are. The one with the medical background and, and, you know, uh, out of public and not, not, you weren't like a civil servant for life and everything that came in. uh. Do you feel sometimes you you need to spend a bit more time uh, also explaining to other members of parliament about certain things with regards to COVID and the science behind it and all these things?
2: Well, I think the COVID and the science behind it... um... Quite, there's quite a lot of other people doing a lot of explanations mm. as well. Mm. I mean, you know, okay. if you look at uh, director of medical services, yeah. uh, p- people on the the academic side, and everything. I mean, so there's no lack of people explaining and mm. uh, making the science and things available. Um, so, so I, 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 it's not something that I say I must be the only one doing it. I don't know that I'm necessarily always the okay. best one to do it. Okay, but I must also play my part So where okay. the opportunity is there, I must mm. also add to that how do we achieve clarity on some of these issues as well I
3: see, I see. yeah
2: but i mean i, I don't know whether your, your question was on the basis of i've not been in politics or civil service so but i'm not the only one you know there's yeah. many politicians come in from uh um, private field, sector like, yeah. not not just medical field but just the 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 general private sector you know the people okay. who have been in business or or done things okay um so yeah we we have to learn how the civil service works we have yeah. to learn how the political process works how the parliamentary process works um but Again, it's a path well-trodden, right? Mm. I mean, we're not the first one by a long way. Right? Yeah. Mm. Um, and we will keep doing so. I mean, politically, you always want a mix, right? Some people who have a civil service background, yeah. some people who have a, uh, a private sector background, some people come from all kinds of other professions, and okay. then it's the team then yeah. that, that, that adds value.
1: But, but is there anything, so, so I guess what I was getting at is, is there anything in particular that, uh, especially when new MPs come, come on board and you know, first day in parliament, all these things, is there something in particular that you, you feel that nobody prepares them for, uh, especially in, on that first, that first parliamentary sitting or that first speech you're giving, yeah, well, that, that you should that you feel like, you know, in 2011, you wish someone also told you, told you these things. Uh.
2: Uh, yeah, like a ton, you know, I got a whole long list, how much time you have, you know, it's like just making my first parliamentary speech, it's, it's really quite, quite off-putting because, yeah. you know, you have people who are facing you, people who are behind mm-hmm. you, and then your face is on this big screen looking right back at you. Yeah, uh, okay.
1: So, I mean, so because recently there were quite a number of new MPs yeah. new speeches, and then there were some online you know uh, responses like huh Google got crying got talk about uh, bubble, bubble tea, tea. <laughs> and, and yeah. some of these issues so like how, how do you help these younger MPs
2: navigate these these murky waters well I, I, a- I think firstly you don't want to get to the stage where everybody makes the same speech right I mean mm. then we all sound the same we all say the yeah. same thing it's like then you all stop looking f- for yeah. all kinds of other reasons, um, so I think we have to create space for people to uh, behave a bit as authentic as they as they as as they are, and mm. and and they give voice to whatever it is that they that they care about. I mean, yeah. I'm mean, just that whole thing about are we mm. being judgmental? Or are we like super judgy? Uh, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. um, um, and and I and I so I think that's one that's the first thing going in, right? Okay. You want you want the MPs to be able to give voice to the things that they care about, things that their constituents care about. Most importantly. Yeah. And do it in the way that they are comfortable and authentic with. Mm, mm. Um, and then over time, people kind of settle into a groove, you know, you find your own voice. It's like, it's like I mean, you know, the first podcast you guys made or yeah, yeah. first time you appear on TV. I mean, so, 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 I mean, the way I speak in parliament today, I'm sure it's not the same way I spoke in 2011 when I made my first parliamentary speech. Mm, mm. And you kind of find out what works for you and all the new MPs will, will, will do the same. Mm. Yeah, Yo, I mean,
1: nobody comes to you because you are like the the comms guy, the guy who's on TV and, and hosted the show and everything. ask me for pro tips. No,
2: no, I mean, first thing is they know that the show is all heavily edited. You know? <laughs> it's like, did you use Photoshop for that? <laughs> oh, so it's actually
1: quite a it's quite a lonely endeavor in the sense, like you. You you are thrown in the deep end to
0: give your first speech and nobody's like and people don't really react lah like, right like you can't it's not like a stand up comedy yeah. club you you don't make jokes and people don't laugh and yeah. like the, just the, the
2: reaction in the chamber is quite muted and yeah. that's the nature of it you know it's not you know the audience is Singapore and Singaporeans right so yeah we are, so the the the. If you are, if you if you guys go in right, and you're like, yeah. "Whoa, this is a, this crowd is dead, man." We're mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, "Everybody say hell, Wave your hands in the air, like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Yeah yeah, 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 We don't even clap. You know, we like we yeah. like thump thump yeah. our seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. a little bit. So, so they are. It's not quite the same if you go in there as a as a media personality, but I did it, right? And most of us don't. So, uh, but it's not so lonely because it's not that we don't talk about it. You mm. uh, know, and, and it's and, and many of us have. You know, we have teams, we have people, give inputs. And mm. so, um, you know, it's not, you're not isolated or lonely, but it's not this, it's not analogous to media performing or, mm. uh, I can imagine, you know, like, certainly my experience with CNA, right? Every word that you say, someone got something to say, right? I say, hey, yeah. why don't you more, flop that line like more that? Energy, <laughs> and, you know, more, 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 more energy, energy, energy China, and and more like, energy, more energy. And not so excited, come down, come <laughs> down. Like, hey, uh, which is you want, right? So it's not like that. It's not, okay. it's not like that. And in a way, I think we well, our, our Singapore, we have a, a certain sense of uh, decorum and, mm, and partly sure, we are yeah. not incentivized to do the wayang like some other parts of the world, yeah. right? Where, mm. So in a way you say, well, what's the substance of what you say, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that's not a bad thing to have, la, mm. where, where the, the parliamentarians want to, need to focus m- on the substance. But,
0: but when the decision was made to live stream it, did that change the dynamics or your own... Preparation for it?
2: Um, I think we were, we were well, I think people were thinking about it, whether it would change. Uh, I, I think it has changed a, some behaviors, not so much on the parliamentarians because I think we, we then kind of like adapted and it mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. fact is that with the live stream now, people can can uh, capture the live stream and use it in, instantly. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I think what it changed was the way in which people then engage in the social media commentary the kind of like derivative second order uh, content creation, right? That, that yeah. where how you then uh, tape, capture, and then push that out in, in social media fairly swiftly afterwards. Mm. So I think that's the aspect that's changed mm-hmm. uh, rather than necessarily what happens inside the chamber. No, but who's to say what will happen, you know, in the, in mm-hmm. the near but, future? But the, was it a
1: um, very marked change? Because for me, I always felt like 2016, the moment Trump became president, that's when suddenly everybody watched yeah, like political are, uh, speeches uh, yeah, yeah. and then we are always hearing for everything. Even in Singapore, and then we started to really analyze like everything, every speech and every movement that the politicians was making. Do you feel mm. like there was like, a big change during that period? Well,
2: or? I, I'm not sure. Well, I, I don't know how many people actually watch the live stream? Right? <laughs> <laughs> mm, they watch
1: snippets. They, they watch snippets, snippets right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but, but I mean, But like, even like the you know, Committee of Privileges and all these things, you know, yeah. the, the videos yeah. were number one on Correct. YouTube. But I it's know. the videos, you see. So, uh. that's the,
2: so that's the thing. It's not that the so, the, so we have to be very clear in our mind what it is that's tr- triggering the interest and what it is that people are engaging with. And absolutely, I, I my, my sense is that in general, they are far more interested in the snippets that are coming out. Mm. So the stuff that uh, you know, the the the, the news, uh, kind of like clips and inc- includes all that we ourselves clip and then put up on our social media, oh, or, yeah. or that Parliament then archives, rather than sitting and watching the entire live stream. Mm. I, I think the people who watch the entire live stream is very very few. I mean, my mom maybe lah, but you know, it's like, mm. <laughs> mom, are you watching this? No. Mm. Uh, um, Regardless of race, reg- she's reg- definitely watching. Watch well, that, that one. Yeah, she has yeah, to definitely. watch. Yeah. Mm. But 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 I think the. Um, what has changed is the way in which people use video to then engage with the political process mm. because then when we upload it I think people do go and look at it mm-hmm. uh, and then search it out you know, and then mm. uh, scroll to the right bits and then people will put comments or, you, know, the, you know, yeah. he swears at 2 minutes and 13 seconds yeah. or, you know, um, uh, so I think uh, the, in a way the shift towards live streaming yeah. has made us much more conscious of the extent to which we have to make the content available for people to engage with mm-hmm. and I think that's happening and I think that's happening. Mm.
0: So so you know like now I think what is sometimes very riveting is seeing politicians or I mean uh, the MPs go head to head, right? But what happens after that when they exit? Because I've heard stories of like, oh, in the past, you know, there was no difference, everyone gets grabs a drink after well, that. They you know, play football, They'll play football after play that. Play football, that. yeah, <laughs> <or> something <laughs> like that. Yeah, but because now like like what Terence said, I think when, when Trump became president, politish, politics almost became a bit more theatrical. Yeah. Um, And I think people kind of like that shit, you know, they like conflict. But what happens after that? Does the tension carry on or like, like it's just part and parcel of a job?
2: Well, I think, excuse me, I think our our politics is not like um, in other parts, Mm, right? mm, mm, Um, And I know I've met and heard about parliamentarians in other parts of the world where it's, it's really theatrics to the point where they really don't care. They're li- they literally having a, a drink in the pub afterwards saying, mm. okay, uh, next time I will, I will say this and you will say this. Mm. We, d- that's not, we don't engage with this, right? So the stuff that you see as us being head to head or mm. uh, having a disagreement, um, it's substantive. It's because I disagree with you and like mm-hmm. he disagrees with me. But I think we all go in there knowing why we do this, right? We, we, have, a, we have a duty to discharge uh, to mm. our party, to our constituents, to our country, to the constitution, to the parliament. Um, so it's not necessarily done with rancor, you know. We we right. it's not like afterwards in the in the corridor we're like uh, uh, we looking <laughs> at me, you uh, know. Right? It, it, it's not, you know. Yeah,
0: outside
2: no. Outside outside. no, it's like we're 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 polite. We we are we are, and we and we know because we are in each other's shoes, right? I mean, yeah. we are all parliamentarians together. We all have a a job and a duty to discharge. So we're polite. We are engaging. And frankly, we have business to do. You know, it's like okay, and then tomorrow, you know, your, what's your timing and stuff. So we have to continually engage. So mm. it's not that there's no kind of like uh, there's no know, PAP cheer outside before well, the yeah, No, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. It's business. It, it's it's work to be done. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it may look at, and the, and the, in truth, it means you know, people have to understand that when we are. Uh, expressing ourselves mm. is because we care about it. Not because we're trying to like uh, put on a good show for you guys to go and then mm. Mm. <laughs> do your podcast on, you know? Mm. But but the fact that we care about it doesn't mean that the other guy also doesn't care about it, right? We both care about it. So now, well, how do we get to the substance of of, of trying to get some the, the real things done for singapore mm. I see, I see. Okay, okay but when
1: you see the football the football matches
0: returning
2: oh i don't think i can play anymore <laughs> right. it's just like years ago I, i'm getting it no, leave I, it to the next bunch of mps now. Oh,
0: <laughs> no, i remember the question that i blanked out just now because yes. you were talking about your concerns going forward uh this is going to be like an open-ended thing but has 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 you want to answer like do you think singapore is getting more divided because you seem like a fairly optimistic person mm. Sometimes when I look online, I look at the comments, I'm like, oh, fuck, man, we are just more divided than what we used to be like. But do you have that sentiment? Do you agree, disagree, or...?
2: I think it can look like that mm. and I think for some people it, there is an advantage to make it look like that. I mean, it, it gives, well, frankly, it gives you a lot of stuff to write about and talk mm. about and mm. podcast about, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, everybody agrees. Yeah, yeah That's our uh-huh. podcast done. Thanks. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, but I think in general, um, political uh, polarization is part of the process, right? Mm. I mean, it is. You you're either vote for this party or you vote for that party. Um, you either vote for this position or you vote for that position. But you, 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 we We certainly don't want to have the culture war type of approach where, well, because you voted for this position, then for everything else you are, I'm against you. Yeah. Mm, mm. Right. I mean, we have to get to the point where, well, after the election is over, well, then we got to get work done and we got to build Singapore and 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 help Singaporeans. Mm. Um, and and that applies to all Singaporeans. So I, I'm a. MP on the ground. I represent a constituency. I represent every person in the constituency, not just the one that voted for me, mm, right? Mm. So that's the kind of attitude that we have to we have to go in for. And 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 what's the kind of attitude we hope Singaporeans will engage with as well. Otherwise, mm, you yeah. it, it becomes a very unworkable system, you know? Mm,
0: mm, correct. Correct. Then our podcast will just be yalla. Yeah, right? uh, yeah no, no but. Yalla,
2: no but. Yeah. but, but I mean,
1: we're, we're coming up to the, the, the hard stop time, but yeah. there's a very divisive topic that we need to get out of the way. Will Smith. Are you, <laughs> can
0: we get your thoughts? We're what actually going to edit it, <laughs> edit out everything. The, why, why we just got you here is to hear your thoughts on oh, that. Will Smith, uh,
1: that's, Will the, Will that's Smith the key yeah. thing. No, no, no. But, but it's a very big thing that I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are very divided on, both people I respect and people whose opinions I differ with. They have very different opinions about it. So it's very interesting to hear what generally what people think about it. La.
2: Well, and where do you stand on I, that? I, um, I, well, firstly, I, I'm uh, as a as a media consumer. I'm, mm. I mean, I was really a, a fan of Will Smith, yeah. you know, and he, mm, he from Prince from him, right yeah. from the days of Fresh Prince. Mm. That's right. Um, and he's a he's a, as an actor and as a performer, talented, you know, yeah. he's really really talented. So he let himself down with that with mm. that momentary lapse of reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, quoting Pink Floyd there, but um, it, it was the wrong thing to do, mm. and uh, it was the wrong way to do it. Um, now he came out with a uh, with a an apology. Uh, I think on his Instagram feed I saw mm, it. Mm, but mm. So that that apology that he put on his Instagram feed and his um, uh, the sentiment that's expressed, okay, it's uh, mm. it, it, quite classy and quite well done. If only he had done it at the time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, and his speech, well, uh, it's really bizarre, right? I mean, <laughs> the guy just did this crazy thing on stage, and then yeah. he's given his, uh, uh, an award by the Academy. Um, but he did. I think already at that time in the way he expressed himself clearly regret what he had done. Mm. Um and um I think he could have ex- he could have handled his apology better right there and then. Um he didn't. Uh, uh but but I think there's no doubt in my mind that he has expressed quite a lot of contrition and regret and apology all the way along. Mm. So, so wrong and people do wrong things then when they say sorry well we have to we have to kind of yeah, engage with that process in good faith. So you don't mm. think
1: he should be stripped of his Oscar or kicked out the Academy or anything? Do you think it should be, should he be punished like that?
2: Well, uh, thankfully I don't have to write their policy and their SOP, yeah, right? Don't be- because uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I presume that they would have to take a view, not just on that act, right? Because you cannot mm. make a rule for one person for one act. You have to say, well, then does that mean that every actor who's ever slapped anybody uh, get stripped of the award? Mm. Or is it only if you're then subsequently charged you get stripped of the award? Or anything, or only if you are then convicted you get stripped mm, of the award, right? Yeah. The fact that it happened on stage and on camera, yeah. uh, actually you shouldn't, that shouldn't be part of the discussion, right? Yeah. And frankly, I mean, you guys will know the details the in and out. There are tons of people with awards and actors out there who have done all of kinds police. of crazy things yeah. uh, in their personal life, right? Yeah. Did uh, they all get stripped of their awards? And so I think this is a there's a there's a real practical uh, difficulty that the that the academy is going to have to deal mm-hmm. with. Thankfully, I'm not in anything to do with them or at mm-hmm. their position. Uh, I think the 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 least helpful thing to do would be just to either to make a decision one way or the other purely as as virtue signaling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? I mean, you you've got to set up what your principle is, and then you got to say, and now I test my principle against what has happened in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So if your principle is that the the, the mm. award is for acting and everything else other than acting doesn't count, well, then you hold to that principle. Nah. Mm. But if your, if your principle is that the award is for acting and being a role model oh, in society, yeah. then, then you got to draw a different line and yeah, you got to say, yeah. well, you know, if you're convicted or then I take a, a certain view or you behave in a certain way, then I have a process. And it must be due process. Otherwise it becomes mm. arbitrary.
0: Is there going to be another line in the parliamentary guidelines? Please don't slap uh, your <laughs> fellow MPs.
2: Uh, if, I have t- if I have to write that line <laughs> if I have to actually write that line I got a bigger problem you know although I do think there is something in the in the standing orders about uh, physical unparliamentary uh, un- behaviour uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. must have a certain amount must of be view.
0: updated, must be yeah. updated. Yeah. Yeah.
2: but I think if you got to go down and specify uh, just to be clear for the avoidance of doubt unparliamentary behaviour <laughs> yeah. includes uh, then I think we Slapping, got a bigger problem yeah, but, yeah.
0: Slipping, uh, with, uh, here's a sample video yeah. do, uh, not
2: do, the, uh, <laughs> do not uh, do, uh, do negative that. example follows
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think we're on
1: the same page Yeah. He, I mean, Will Smith, we all grew up watching games. Yeah.
0: And it, it's just a very sad moment to see someone lose his, lose his cool like that. And, right? and it's indefensible, like, yeah. regardless of what he's going through internally, emotionally, mentally, it's yeah. indefensible. I yeah. mean, I mean
1: the, 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 that line of, is there a line, a family line that, that cannot be crossed?
2: That he, no, he, but you have to then ask whether Chris Rock knew about it. Like was he just making a joke about a haircut? Mm, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, or oh, did he actually understand that the the thing that was being medical condition at all? That's mm. right. That's right. So I mean, uh, these are unknowables right? I mean, yeah. or maybe Chris will Rock will one day say something in his like, upcoming stand up tour. But the thing is, but the thing is, you're right. Whatever it is, but whatever it is, that type of of, of uh, resort to violence, this is inexcusable. Yeah. Huh? it's, yeah, it's terrible. terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but Will Smith, I mean, I mean, I, yeah. It yeah, was a. Fa- I was a fan, man. Yeah,
0: okay. we were, I think many people were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's broken a whole bunch of YouTube records for most number of views in twenty-four hours. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, we are approaching the hard stop. This has been yeah. quite a quite a conversation. Yeah, but well, um, we still have that one segment at the end that we always yeah, do, which is the one shock thing. We've given you a heads up. Um yeah. We'll give you a few more minutes as we share our one shock things. Yeah. yeah. um Terrence, would you like to go first? No, no. Why do you? Why don't you go first? <laughs> <then>? <laughs> I need to. Uh, Okay, so, hmm, one shock thing, what is my one shock thing? Oh, the I guess the one shock thing from the past few days is that uh Portugal qualified for the World Cup again Um, I was thinking about getting up for the game uh Portugal versus North uh, Macedonia, but in the end I didn't. But uh, it's just happy to know that another team with someone like Ronaldo is gonna be there at the World Cup because Italy is not gonna be at the World Cup. Mm. Um. And the game, the highlights, uh, it was, uh, he set up the goal for Bruno Fernandes, who as a menu fan. It's nice to see. But I think, yeah, like, it's, it's kind of interesting, this World Cup, because there's no global leader right now for, for men's football. La. There's no one country that's dominating everything. So I think the World Cup this year is going to be pretty, pretty damn exciting, I think. Yeah. So that was my one-shock thing.
1: Um, my one-shock thing is also football-related, mm. the fact that Singapore... Uh, just won all their matches in the tri-nations. Mm. I don't know if it's a friendly series. or whatever. I think it's a friendly series. Uh, but the cool thing is uh. that we had three fundies oh. on the pitch at the same time. Which I mean, I, I'm like, oh, wow, what what in what country in the world does... does three the, siblings, team, uh. Yeah, the three siblings of one of the greatest players our country has ever seen. Uh, and just something very really, uh, uniquely Singapore about that. La. Yeah, know, Keeping it all in the family and all. Yeah. 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 Uh. So that's my one-shock thing. Yeah. All
2: right. Uh, honourable Janil. mine is very prosaic, you know. Oh.
1: Please, please yeah, <laughs>
2: Just walking to the the walking to the <laughs> there was a, a plate of chashu rice that I had. That I <laughs> oh really? <laughs> but I think if it's oh, the is, <laughs> fact no no, it's honourable, an honourable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was low it uh, fat chashu rice. No, it or? wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was just the fact that I was able to walk there with my mask off, mm, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not feel any guilt. Uh, you know, and uh, and 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 it was just—it's that appreciation that uh, slowly life is uh, returning to normal. So uh, it was a late lunch because mm. I'd, I'd missed lunch, right? And uh, I quickly parked, and and I was like, okay, you know, uh, I, I just need something. I know this is just your stall there. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I can advertise on uh, no. Endorse influencer. Influencer. So it was it was the, it was just that thing where you're like, you know, you know when you get a bit hangry, a bit hungry, yeah, yeah, and you're a bit yeah, rushing for time, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, this whole kind of like, okay, I I got I got to quickly makan so that I can get to my next thing. Yeah. And then as I'm getting out of the car, it's like, oh darn, I forgot my. Oh no, I don't need my mask. Mm, and it was no, like, no. wow, just that as that thought appeared in my head, I yeah. don't need my mask mm. and I'm walking along to the, to the Hawker Center yeah. and then as I, well, I'm like, ah, this is just awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. And, and, and it was just that combination of that moment of not needing my mask and I was really quite hungry but it was a really good play of just your eyes. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know, sometimes it's the little things and uh, we got to make sure that we appreciate the little things as well. Oh. Mm. No, it's true, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday,
1: uh, Tuesday was a very, like, oh, like, I uh, felt I was in a, another dimension. Yeah. Seeing yeah. people
0: walk around without masks, yeah. you know.
2: Cool. Wow. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for having yeah, me, guys. It's, it's been a lot used, of fun. Yeah, oh,
0: it, it has awesome. been super fun. The time flew by. Yeah. Um, and I guess the last thing to give a shout out to is the show, regardless of race, Uh, five years on, that there is going to debut on CNA, on 31st March and 1st April, 9 p.m. It will be available on YouTube uh, at the same time. Mm. And it's two 45-minute episodes.
2: Two 45-minute episodes, Ooh. Thursday and Friday, yeah. Ooh. And we hardly talked about the fact that you guys were on the show Oh yeah, yeah, on yeah, both true. the episodes. Yeah, you know? that's true, oh, that's, that's yeah, true. true. Yeah, yeah you got no, uh, f-
1: we, d- we didn't know that, we didn't know that. We, we,
2: yeah.
0: we were we were subject to the editors. No, 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 uh, no, no.
2: Catch Harish and Terrence on Regardless of Race, okay. five uh, years on. Awesome, awesome, awesome.
0: Cool, all right. Cool. Thank you so much for coming oh, thank man you. it was really okay. a blast thank you thank you okay guys. awesome yeah. peace